Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Praise be to God. Amen. John 20 and 30. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Many other signs truly did Jesus that are not written in the book. Then jumping back to John chapter 5 and verse 20, he says, For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. God is doing great things. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. I want to talk to you tonight about next level kind of faith. Next level kind of faith. Can we take a moment here tonight and pray And ask the Holy Spirit to overshadow us. That the presence of God would be in this room so thick that the gift of faith would begin to operate right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you would go through this congregation. I pray that you will go through these people today. Some have brought pressing needs, O oh Lord, that they need an answer for. There are some, O oh God, that have had, Lord, situations that they've told no one. They need a miracle tonight. Lord, and we are imploring you and we are calling upon you, Lord Jesus, by faith. Lord, to save the sick, to raise up the afflicted, Lord, to set the captive free, Lord Jesus, to do the work that you have been called, Lord, to show us, Lord, in your word, and that we're going to believe you for greater things. Oh, God, would you just help us increase our faith tonight? Hallelujah. Come on, we need to just pray just a little bit in this moment. Lord, increase our faith tonight. In the name of Jesus, let everybody say amen. Amen. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I want next level kind of faith. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Consider with me just a little bit of laying a foundation for this word tonight. The 12 disciples and the people who walked and talked with Jesus witnessed some of the most spectacular events in all of human history. They watched as normal H2O was turned into fine wine. 
by his word. They were there when the miracle worker raised the dead and healed the sick and opened the eyes of the blind. They watched it. They watched as a woman with the issue of blood doggedly pressed her way through the crowd to touch the hem of his garment. They helped hand out the loaves that come from a few fishes and loaves that fed over 5,000, 5,000 men plus women and children. They were there when he simply said, Peace be still, and the wind ceased, and the rain stopped, and the waves of the sea became placid and still. They watched in amazement as a deranged man in the tombs was liberated from legions of demons. It was incredible. They would no doubt rub their calloused hands and remember the day that they pulled in massive number of fish by grabbing the nets and pulling them in, though they caught nothing all night long. They were close when the man with the withered hand was said by Jesus, commanded by Jesus, stretch forth thy hand. And a hand that was drawn up all of a sudden went forth. They watched as their IRS bill became due and the Lord said, go fishing. And they pulled out of the mouth of a fish enough money to pay their taxes. Somebody say, heaven help us. They watched Jesus heal a woman who was bent over with a, an infirmity for 18 years. Amen. They were standing near the gravesite when they heard the master say, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. And they uh, saw this man that was dead come alive. The apostle Peter declared that we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Amen. The disciple... <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the disciples had a front row right up front to see Jesus, the Word, expound on the Scriptures. Can you imagine sitting and listening to him teach on what he wrote? How he can start with Moses and go all the way through the Scriptures. Amen. The disciples were there. His followers were there. Amen. Those that were after him and looked after him and adored him and followed him. Amen. They saw things that you and I have never seen. When you consider the Passion Week and as it is coming to the time that Jesus enters into Jerusalem triumphantly riding on a donkey. Amen. They are there to watch and to hear as the shouts of Hosanna Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, begin to resonate all through the city of Jerusalem. You know what they were saying? This is Messiah. That's what they were saying. That's what they were proclaiming, and they're watching this. They watched how he then moved into the temple, and he cleansed the temple. And they heard him say, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. And you've made it a den of robbers. And after he cleaned house, he started teaching in the temple. He started healing their sick. He healed the blind and the lame. Now, we don't have the stories, but they were there because it says so. Then came the glorious event of Passover. This meal, this meal that became known as the Last Supper, was a pivotal event in the life of these disciples. It is here they watched Jesus as he laid aside his garments and he took up a towel and began to wash their feet. This idea baffled them. 
Amen. Then their eyes were widened as Jesus announced, one of you will betray me. And he reached and he gives the bread that he dips and he gives it to Judas. Amen. And he said, Judas, go do what you think quickly. And from the Passover, they leave the Passover meal. Amen. Where Jesus had in that Passover meal delivered them Get delivered to them key kingdom principles. They heard him teach about it firsthand. But it was on the hillside of the garden called Gethsemane among the gnarly olive trees. They witnessed the arrest of their Messiah. Amen. Then pandemonium sets in and these hardened followers that believers of Jesus began to flee. Amen. Uh, they were somewhere, no doubt, close enough to understand what was going on as Jesus that night was tried in the courts of the high priest Caiaphas and in the courts of Herod and in the courts of Pilate. He was jostled all night long. His, his, his back was beaten. His face was plucked. Amen. Crowns of thorns upon his head and those that were once railing here is Hosanna are saying what in the world is going on. They take him to Calvary and they nail him to a tree and he hangs upon Calvary, amen, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. From the morning sacrifice to the evening sacrifice and between the two he reaches as it were in time and he grabs the morning sacrifice and the evening sacrifice and he pulls it all within himself as if to say, amen, I am the final sacrifice for all of man. They put him in a tomb. Three days later, he rose from the grave. They hear these words from women that went to the tomb. He's alive. He's alive. But his disciples are hiding and huddling and wandering in fear. But he's alive. And then all of a sudden, as his disciples are meeting, all of a sudden, suddenly... Amen. Right in the middle of their wandering and weeping and fear, Jesus appears. Woo! You talk about doodads running up and down your back. Is that no door opens, no window opens, but there he is. Hollywood couldn't write this. Amen. Suddenly, and the disciples, full of fear, was looking at him in wonder and marvel. And what was the first words that he said to them? Peace. Be unto you. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I would, I would, I'd be saying, yes, sir. Fear the Jews, be gone. Peace be unto you. The arisen Lord then to these disciples revealed his hands. He showed them his hands. He showed them his side. And then he breathed on them and declared, receive you as a prophetic breath of what was going to happen in Acts 2. And he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. All of them were there except Thomas. Remember Thomas? We call him Doubting Thomas. What a lame name to give somebody. And they told Thomas, guess what happened? Jesus showed up. He didn't climb through a window. He didn't walk through a door. He just appeared. But Thomas said in John 20 and 24, one of, the, one of the 12 called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples said, we have seen the Lord. But he said, listen to what Thomas said, except I see in his hands the prints of the nails and put my finger into the print 
of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Unless I see, unless I feel, unless I touch, unless I witness, amen, unless I see the holes in his hands, I will not by no means believe. Unless I put my finger in the nail prints, I will not believe. Unless I thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Amen. What he was saying to those other guys, he said, I won't take your word for it. I have to see for myself. The angels testified that he was risen in the tomb, but that was not enough for Thomas. Amen. Mary had said that he is risen, and that was not enough for him. The brothers on the road to Emmaus had said that he is risen, but that was not enough for him. Amen. Now, now, Again, just a little while later, we find eight days later in verse 26, again, his disciples are within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus. Hallelujah. What a preaching message right there. Can you love the Lord in this place just for a moment? Then came Jesus. The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said again, what's the first words? Peace be still, or peace be unto you. Then he turns to Thomas. I wonder what old Tom was thinking. I wonder what Tom was thinking when he said, unless I see, unless I feel, unless I touch, I won't believe. Amen. And he says to him these words, reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not faithless but believing amen it wasn't that Thomas was even weak in faith he had no faith he wanted to see he wanted to touch he wanted to feel and Jesus showed up just for him among the others and say okay Tom here you have it amen here I am touch me feel me amen here I am see me but you know what there's no record that Thomas ever touched him there's no record he even he put his hand into the nail prints or thrust his hand in the side but what did Thomas say Thomas said my Lord and my God amen I want to tell you a risen Lord standing right before you waving his nail prints Amen. Showing you his side. It'll make a believer out of an unbeliever. It'll make a believer out of a doubter. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, listen to these words now. Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Thomas believed when the mountain of evidence was standing before him. Thomas was forced to believe when the preponderance of the evidence was very clear. And then it goes on to that scripture that is our text where it says, And many other signs, many other proofs, truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written. Somebody say, these are written. That you might believe. What an encounter. Amen. What an encounter that he has. Look at, look at the disciples and, and, and their experience with a resurrected Lord. We, we find that in this same setting, Luke records the same 
setting where he appears before them. And Luke says that during this time, he opened their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Not only did he appear before them in a resurrected form as a, as a, as a live savior, but he begins to Roll back the understanding. Uh, you know, not only am I going to show you that I'm alive, I was dead, but now I'm alive. Now I'm going to take the scripture and I'm going to ex- explain it to you so you can get it. How many like to have been in that Bible study? He, he opened up their understanding. It's as if everything that he said, they didn't understand until poof. He opens up their understanding. What an experience. Amen. Uh, again, he breathes on them prophetically and says, Receive you the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine a church service where the body of Jesus, the person of Jesus Christ, is in your prayer meeting and he shows up and he teaches you scripture and he tells you this is how you can understand? And then he all of a sudden goes, and he breathes on you, amen, and he begins to prepare you for what you don't even know. Man, that'll make the doodads run up and down your back. I wondered if there was somebody that ran around the aisles and somebody that gave the ceiling a high five, amen, because this is incredible. And sometime later after showing himself after his resurrection, as Luke writes in the book of Acts, Presenting many infallible. Somebody say infallible. That means there's no doubt. Infallible proofs that he's alive. He led them as far as Bethany. And lifting up his hands, he blessed his disciples. He blessed them. And he parted from them. And was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him to return to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple blessing God. So not only did he show himself as being resurrected by many infallible proofs, he also shows him when he leaves. And all of a sudden, better than Star Trek, better than any kind of uh, 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 you know, special effects that Hollywood could ever present, here is this one that has stood before them. The one that they watched open up the blinded eyes. The one that they watched the lame walk. The one that opened up their understanding. Oh my God, I feel you, Lord. The one that opened up their understanding is now disappearing in the clouds. It was Luke that would later record that the angel said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing? Amen. There was something of awe and wonder that, that struck them. And yet John writes, many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of the disciples that are not written in the book. The disciples had eyewitnessed the miracles, the teaching, the wonders of Jesus. Amen. That were recorded, that we have recorded in this Bible. In, in the Gospels, we, we find that, that there is four Gospels that presents to us in the book of Acts that presents to us historical information, doctrinal inf- information, but it also says uh, there were many other signs that Jesus did as well. These disciples experienced things that you and I never experienced. They saw things that were not even recorded in the Word. Matter of fact, John ends his book. The Gospel of John ends in John 21 and 25, and it says this, There are also many other things which Jesus did, 
which if they should be written every one, I suppose the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. You don't have and I don't have the whole story. We don't know how many miracles. Evidently with so many miracles that you would have to have a U-Haul trailer to carry all of the stories, all of the messages, all of the miracles, all the things that he taught, all the things that he done, amen, to his disciples. John says, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Somebody say, wow. The disciples saw these things, heard these things, experienced these things. The apostle Peter preached a dynamic message from all these things in Acts chapter 2. Christ-centered message, unlocking the truths of the kingdom. He preached a simple, plain, and clear message. He preached a powerful and informative message. He preached full of using scriptures. If you fault me from anything, amen, fault me for being a, a text and a scripture man. But then blame it on my dad and blame it on Bishop because they taught me about using the word. His message was full of scripture. He was bold and fearless and unapologetic. He preached the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He brought conviction and conversion as 3,000 souls were saved that day. But I want to show you something. This great this great truth, this great message in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, that's enough to make any apostolic shout and say amen. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. His message probably would only take somewhere around 30 minutes to preach. But can I read you another verse? For it says in verse 40, and with many other words, with many other words, did he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. I wonder what the rest of the message was. I wonder what he preached to them with many other words. I don't know. It's not recorded. We don't have them. But he still preached, and 3,000 people were saved and redeemed by the power of the death, death burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Many other words. I've read for you some scriptures where the apostles see Jesus do things that is not recorded. I've read to you how that they had many other words, how that Jesus did many other things, and that there were many other signs which he did, which we don't know. Amen. In 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 16, the apostle, Paul, apostle Peter is writing, and he says, for we... Everybody say them, the apostles. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We were there, we saw it firsthand. Amen. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, and there came a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well. What is he writing about? He's writing about watching as the Lord is being declared to be the Son of God. 
Verse 18. And this voice which came from heaven, we heard. Who's we? Those that were there. We heard. Amen. He said, we heard. When we were with him in the holy mount, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Somebody say, I'm jealous. They, they have more stories. They have more scriptures. They have more things that Jesus did that they saw that we don't know anything about. Amen. We have a more sure word of prophecy. Then he says, where unto ye? Everybody say us. That's you and me. Where unto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. Amen. Can I tell you today, we admire the faith of the apostles. We call ourselves apostolic because we follow the apostles. We admire what they saw and what they did. We find ourselves in awe of the accomplishments. Amen. And we see our faith as somehow being minor and small and there's greater and bigger and higher amen so where does that leave us tonight where does our faith stand in light of the apostles and all that they experienced and that there were more stories and more miracles and more preaching that we did not ever hear of can I take you to a scripture can I take you to what Jesus said to Thomas when he looked at Thomas whom we call Doubting Thomas. Amen. He wasn't Doubting Thomas. He was Faithless Thomas. He had no faith. Anybody looks at Thomas and he says, Because you have seen me, you have believed, but blessed are they that have not seen and yet believed. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about you and me. We were not there, amen, to watch him walk on the water. We were not there to see the nails in his hands. We were not there when he cast out devils. We were not there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. Amen. But yet he says, if you will believe, you will be blessed. I want to look at you today and I want to tell you when it begins to look at the comparison of the apostles and us that we have next level faith. Thomas had to see. I didn't have to see. Amen. Peter was there to experience it. I wasn't there, and yet he still has a church, and yet miracles are still happening, and yet there is still the power of God. Oh, somebody understand. You don't have You do not have to look down on your faith and say, whoa, is my faith. No, I have faith because his word says it. Woo, come on and praise him. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believed. Throw up again verse 30, John 20 and 30. And many other signs. Truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written. But these are written. That you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that in believing you might have a life through his name. Hear me. We have enough stories. 
we have enough preaching. We have enough word. Amen. To know who Jesus is. We have enough word to know what miracles are. We have enough word to believe over the greatest attack of the enemy. We have enough word. Oh, I've not seen what Peter saw. And I've not experienced what Paul experienced. But he said, blessed are they that believe and have not yet seen. Amen. I don't have what they had. I wish I had heard Peter's message, the rest of his message on on the day of Pentecost. I wish I knew what the record was that Jesus healed more people. There's probably some incredible stories. Amen. I wasn't there when he walked on the water. I wasn't there, but I can tell you, I have enough. I have enough. I have enough to believe he can take a mass in a woman's womb, in a woman's body, and, and it's there, and they take pictures of it. I believe enough to know that when the CAT scan comes, amen, it's not there. I have enough to believe the story of Sister Vicky, amen, of her child and God healing her child. I know because I watched it myself. I've seen it with my own eye. I wasn't there when Jesus touched the, 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 the coffin, amen, of that wood a woman's son but I was there when my dad prayed for an hour and a half when my brother was dead and I watched him come back to life again I want to tell here's what I want to tell you tonight you have enough to get through anything to overcome anything to experience anything and you have next level faith you have a lay of faith that is even greater it's even greater it's even greater than those followers that saw it and was there Hallelujah. I refuse to let the devil beat me up on my faith. Next level faith. Say, well, I'd like to see some things. I really would like to see some things. I really would like to see some things. Well, Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3 and 8, the wind bloweth where it will. And you can hear the sound thereof. But you can't tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone that's born of the Spirit. Anybody ever seen the evidence of the wind? It's in the blowing of the tree. It's in the whispering of the branches. It's in coming around your crack of your house that's older. It's the wind. Can't see it, Brother Austin, but you can feel it. You can see the impact. I may not have been there to see the actual event, but Brother John, what I have been there is I've seen what my God can do in 2022. I've seen what God can do. Hallelujah. Can you love him right now? Love him right now in this place. Matter of fact, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Begin to praise him for just a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We have enough evidence to believe. Even when we have not seen. 
The writer of Hebrews declares now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Jesus said in John 14 and 12, I'm going to read a couple scriptures. I'll be done. John 14 and 12, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I send to you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And somebody say greater. Greater. We often wonder what the greater is. Could it be that the greater is we haven't seen what the apostles saw and what Jesus did when he was on this earth? But he said, you're going to do greater things than these shall you do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Next level faith. Next level faith is just simply saying... My faith is in a place where I don't have to see to believe. I don't have to see. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.